Today I come with an exciting word. I want to begin in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. And uh, while you're going there, I want to ask a simple question. How many of you have confessed with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is your Lord? How many of you um, came to earth because you were born? Raise your hand. A mama and daddy got together. They had some interesting moments and gave birth to you. Amen? Amen. That's the first birth. But after you've confessed the Lord with your mouth and believe on him in your heart, you got born again. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor. You got, born again. you got born again. That's a new level, That's a new level. Of, life of life and living. And living. Now, I'm going to expand your capacity to believe and receive. When we had the first birth, it was we felt this, we had to see this, we had to know this. Got it? But in the second birth, it's a transition. There are going to be some times where you ain't going to feel nothing and you ain't going to see nothing and you're not going to know nothing. But because you're born again, you have to learn how to trust and obey and stop leaning to your own understanding. Say, say, neighbor. You're living in the supernatural. There's some super on your natural. Don't get it confused. There's some super in your natural. All right? Now, remember that as I begin to minister this word. 1 Peter 2 and 9 says, but you are a chosen generation. Now see, reading that is one thing. Accepting that is another thing. Because when you get around somebody that has more than you have, you don't always feel chosen. Huh? But when you're in the super, you do feel chosen. Come on now. That's why you got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Sometimes your mind gets bombarded with the wrong thinking. And so you, you start feeling invalu un, not valued at all. But it says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Say, say, neighbor. I see royalty all over you. A holy nation. A peculiar people. Now, here's, it's amazing how church folk get mad when they are called peculiar. But when you are in the super, you are peculiar. Say, say, I'm peculiar. I have a license. To be, to be peculiar, not crazy, not crazy but, peculiar. but peculiar. 
that you shall show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Folks, today I come with a message entitled, Standing Out for God. Standing Out for God. Now, please get this in your understanding. All of us were born into families. We have family lineage. But once you got born again, you got supernatural lineage. There is another family. And here the enemy is wearing the church out. God said, forsake not yourself, the gathering together, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. In these times and seasons, we need each other because you need to be around some more supernatural people. Say, neighbor, that's why I'm hanging out with you. Because you got some super on you too. Hallelujah. And by that, standing out for God, I mean learning and practicing daily, living the life in such a manner, now get this, that your presence is felt and your absence is noticed. Standing out for God means my presence is felt, but my absence is noticed. Now, please get this. There's a reason when you are born again and you're in a family when everybody's not born again, <laughs> that there is, there is sometimes tension, there's sometimes friction because there's a, your presence is making a difference. You are born again, you have super on your natural but then you're living in darkness and darkness can't comprehend your light. So you can have family members that don't comprehend your light. You can have coworkers that don't comprehend your light. And you, 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 and you're made to feel like there's something wrong with you. When your presence is what makes the difference. Say, 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 neighbor. Say it like you mean, say neighbor. Your presence is making a difference. Holla. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Standing out for God is another way we are to reach for those things that are before us in 2019. In other words, don't blend in, stand out. Say neighbor. Don't blend in, stand out. As you daily reach, come on, for those things before you. All right? Let me give you the first example. Let's go to Acts chapter 5. Acts 5. Standing out for God. Acts 5 and verse 12. This is so precious. Oh my God. Here's the example. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs, many wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. When you get born again, there will be times and seasons when your presence produces signs, wonders, and miracles. And it's like, you know, family members say, how'd you do that? How come it worked for you? I tried that, it didn't work. Well, it might be because you're living in darkness and I'm living in light. 
It might be because my presence is blessed and yours is working on blessing. Got it? Next verse. And of the rest does no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. Talking about the apostles, talking about the disciples that had graduated to apostleship. Jesus is gone, and now they're going about creating signs and wonders and miracles. And now, because of that, their presence makes a difference. And believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes, both of men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. Now, I, please get this, eye contact. When you have a relationship with Lord, you carry a presence. That's why there's sometimes when you walk into situations, all of a sudden things change. Your shadow is making a difference. Your shadow, say neighbor. Your shadow is making a difference. That's why sometimes when you walk into that job and it's dark, your presence, your shadow, all, they can just smell you. They can just taste you. Your presence is making a difference because they're super on your natural and you're standing out and the enemy wants you to blend in instead of stand out. Say, God, I'm getting some understanding. I do make a difference. And my shadow brings a blessing. There came also multitudes out, out of the city round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folk and them that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed every one. See, here's what I'm trying to impart to you. When you have a relationship with the Lord and you bring your presence into that situation, there's healing that's taking place. And that's why folk get mad when you leave because things don't turn out to be the same way that it was when you were there. Hallelujah. When you carry, when you know that God is in you and greater is he that's in you, you ought to be confident. Not cocky, but confident because your presence makes a difference because it's you and him, him and you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For example, here we have an example of what I mean standing out for God. Peter was now, remember, he's the one that, that lied. You ever lie? He's the one that cussed. And, but he repented, and when Jesus was resurrected, Jesus said, all right, come on, Peter. Then after that, he got confidence that, you know, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have in the name of Jesus. Say, say, neighbor. Sometimes you got to flunk and learn from flunking and get up. Get up. Get on up. All right? When you daily live your life in such a manner so that the presence is felt and your absence is noticed, that's what happens. You begin to be a blessing. And what I'm trying to encourage you to know, every one of you is a blessing. Every one of you is a blessing. Every, say, I'm a blessing. No matter what it look like, no matter what it feel like, I am a blessing. All right? Now, here's the trick of the devil in his host is to daily find ways to get the sons and daughters of God 
to underestimate the value of their presence in daily life situations and circumstances. Um, look to your right and say, 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 say neighbor. Uh, stop underestimating your, your value. Now explain to the neighbor what underestimate means. Say, 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 ha, ha, ha. All this, some people come to church and leave feeling under, undervalued, underestimated. You, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you woke up this morning. You clothed in your right mind. You got, a, you got reasonable health and strength. You are blessed to be a blessing. And you ought to understand that better by and by, like now. And in 2019, depression and low self-esteem is being released constantly in families, in communities, and throughout our nation. Say, low self-esteem self is being released constantly in families, in communities, and throughout our nation. That way, come on, Satan, satanic delays are made to seem as godly denials. Do you get that? Say, say, I, I, I'm not depressed. And I ain't going to get depressed. Because me and God got it together. Now, Acts 5 and verse 25. Here we go. Still talking about Peter. Acts 5, 25. Then came one of and told them, saying, Behold, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Now, this I want you to understand. Every test is to position you for promotion. They were put in prison, and they were told, don't talk about Jesus no more. They said, no, don't, mm -mm. We're going to let you, and, and going to get beat, and they're going to tell you, don't, don't talk about Jesus no more. But let's find out what happened. They then went, the captain of the officers, and brought them without violence, for they feared the people, lest they should have been stoned. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, did not we strictly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter, the one that lied, the one that cussed, the one that now is transformed. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men. Say neighbor, when you're born again, you ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hang on a tree. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be prince and savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. Now, they were able to make this transition because they were full of the Holy Ghost. Say, neighbor, you need the Holy Ghost when tests and trials come. You better obey him 
because that's where the sign and the wonder and the miracles begin to manifest. Hallelujah. Folks, here we tap into the two key ingredients that are to help us stand out for God. Number one, daily choose to obey God. Say, I'm going to daily choose to obey God. Number two, the, the daily help of the Holy Ghost because of our willing obedience to become doers of the word and not hearers only. Say, I'm a doer of the word and not a hearer only. All right. Now, let me go to Acts chapter 5 and verse 38. Here we go. Oh, my God. Standing out for God. Acts 5, 38. And now I say unto you, refrain from these men and let them alone. For if this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. Now, this piece I want everyone to get. When you and God are one, he's doing constantly some things behind the scenes that you don't know. Say, in this life, I shall have trials and tribulations, but I'm learning to be of good cheer. Now, why? Because every time you are in difficult situations, God is working behind the scenes to make the crooked straight and the rough places plain. Say, God, thank you. I know you're doing something behind the scene. I don't need to see it. I believe it. All right? So now, Peter's being attacked, but unbeknown to him, God is raising up the angel called Gamaliel. And Gamaliel is a leader, and he's telling the people that are persecuting Peter, leave him alone. Hmm. But if God be, but if it be of God, you cannot overthrow it, lest happily be ye be found even to fight against God. And to him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles, calling Peter, and beaten them, and beaten them. Folks, sometimes in your life journey, you're going to be beaten. Okay, y'all not like it over here. Sometimes in your life journey, you're going to get beaten. But when you get beaten, don't worry. God's going to do what? Avenge you of your adversary. Amen. Mm. And to him, they agreed. They agreed with Camellia. And when they had called the apostles, brought Peter and the rest of his fellows together, he, and beat them, they commanded them that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Wow. This was written for our example to let us know that just because you get beat doesn't mean you give up. <laughs> Acts 5, 34. Then stood there up one of the council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a doctor of law, had in reputation among all the people and commanded to put the apostles forth in a little space and said unto them, ye men of Israel, take heed to yourself what you intend to do as touching these men. What I'm trying to tell you, folks, is God is doing some stuff behind the scene and telling some demons to leave you alone. Ah, he's telling some demons to let you alone, leave you alone, leave you alone. That's why he said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth. So you need to be agreed. Lord, I bind that attack. I bind the enemy. 
in Jesus' name. Oh, my God. And said unto them, ye men of Israel, take heed that what you intend to do as touching these men. Folks, when you learn to stand out for God, he will raise up people to defend and protect you even without your knowing it, it it's taking place. Say, God, thank you for what you're doing right now. On my behalf. And that is exactly how Gamaliel was being used by God at a time and season when his disciples were being attacked. So Gamaliel was like a human angel sent to stand charge over Almighty God's faithful servants. Say, neighbor, there's some human angels. Oh my God. What do you mean, Pastor? Have you ever had favor? Favor, meaning you expected something negative and some human angel stepped up and represented you? Say, 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 neighbor. There are human angels. Hallelujah. And when human angels show up, favor shows up. Unearned and undeserved. Hallelujah. Gamaliel was a human angel that God used to protect his, his servants. Say, God, thank you for the understanding that they're just some spiritual angels. Come on. But there's some also human angels. Help me to recognize when the human angels are working too. Hallelujah. Now, now here's the awesome part. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you one of them human angels. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Because when you bring God's presence, you begin to represent him. When you bring God's presence, you begin to represent him. And sometimes when that happens, you become the angel that that person needs. <laughs> say, say, neighbor. It does matter who you roll with. It does matter. Oh, hallelujah. Folks, here we learn another key insight into the faith process of standing out with, for God. Here we learn the Lord will raise up people to defend us behind the scenes. But at the same time, we may have to endure some hard situations and circumstances on our way to greater and greater victory. Now, some of you know that, that, that I was in the Marine Corps. And in the Marine Corps, they, they took you to a place called boot camp. And in boot camp, that's where they train you. From sun up to sundown, you get whooped. And, and you be thinking, why are they working on me so hard? Why are they beating on me? Because when you get in combat, you got to be able to be what? Able to fight. Say neighbor. neighbor. In, life, in life, there's a spiritual boot camp, a spiritual where, you get where you get whooped and beat and, beat. and, learn, and learn to push past that pain and become the champion that you are. Holla. Notice how quiet he got after that. Uh-huh. All right, Acts 5, 41. And they departed, they departed, Peter and his apostles departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Now, folks, that, that, that's, that's a graduation place. 
when you come through a hard situation and you rejoice instead of cussing and fussing and arguing? That's when you've grown. That's when you mature. Say, I'm on my way to maturity. And shame will not stop me anymore when I'm doing something for God. Hallelujah. And daily in the temple in every house, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus. Wait a minute. I thought they were told, don't preach and teach Jesus. Oh, no, no. And got beat for saying that, for doing that. And went out and did it even more. Say, when's the last time I got beat and I kept on going? Every day. Hallelujah. Come on now. Likewise, equals and daily, okay, likewise, equal summit, we are the sons and daughters of God, are being called out in this region and territory to stand out for God everywhere we come and everywhere we go. And yes, at times, we too must overcome hurt and pain. Hurt and pain. But let's also learn to rejoice in the Lord and become stronger in the power of his might. Now, this is what I want to also impart. When you come to church and everybody that you connect with ain't smiling, sometimes it's because they've been hurt. And when they've been hurt, then you need to have the wisdom of God and how to handle that. Instead of getting frustrated, understand that, okay, how can I pray for you? What can I, okay, you know, just, that's all right. Just, I just want you to know you're loved, you're cared for. But when you're in the street, they, they just like, you know, hey, hey. But when you come around believers, we ought to say, all right, now, Lord, what's the wisdom? And I lay hands on the sick. I cast out the devils in the name of Jesus. Amen. I bless them. Lord, I forgive them for they know not what they do. God bless them even now in Jesus' name. Say, God, help me to graduate to that level of understanding that hurting people will hurt others. Amen. But hurting people have to get out of the hurt. And you are a blessing to help them get out of the hurt. Hallelujah. Say, my prayers are very much. I'm praying for everybody, every day. And my prayers avail much. Are you understanding? This is so, so important. There are times we must come to overcome pain and overcome hurt. But let's also learn to rejoice in the Lord and become stronger in the power of his might. Say, I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Say, hurt, go! Hurt, go! Pain, Go. 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 Joy, Joy. Come. come. Peace, Peace. Come. come. Now, 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 now. now. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Amen. That's real, folks. That's real. Having done all the stand, we stand. All right? Huh. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. To, stand for God. to stand for God. He loves you too. And he will deliver you too from any and every evil that's trying to harm you 
and yours. And remember to remember. One, be quick to obey his commands. Two, be quick to work together with the Holy Ghost. So you saw in your life purpose as you serve with God's love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going down the home stretch. Let's go to Daniel chapter 6. Daniel 6 and verse 10. You know the story of Daniel, but this is so, so important. Well, Pastor, I heard it before, but hearing it and receiving it and doing it is a whole other matter. Daniel 6 and 10. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, meaning he knew that he was about to be huh, attacked, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Now, I'm trying to impart to you, when you're in tough times, don't quit praying. When you're in tough times, don't quit coming to church. When you're in tough times, don't quit giving your tithes and paying your offering. When you're in tough times, don't stop praising God. Just tell the Lord, thank you. It's one thing to hear from somebody else, but when, when's the last time you said, Lord, thank you? you? Lord, I thank you. He inhabits the praises of your people. When you praise God, he, he begins to show up more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Say, weeping may endure, weeping may endure for, a night, for a night, but joy, but joy, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Next verse, verse 11. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Folks, what have you been found doing in your times and seasons of real life tests and trials? Say, say, neighbor. Don't roll your eyes. What have you been found doing in your times and seasons of real life tests real life tests of trials and tests. What have you been found doing? Crying, cussing, fussing, sad, mad. Come on now. That's real, folks. You ought to have a spiritual routine every day that is a non-negotiable. I mean, I'm going to pray. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to give him all the praise, all the glory, and no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like. All right, Daniel 6 and 16. Going down the home stretch. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Wait a minute. Gonna... <laughs> now the king spake and said unto Daniel, O God, the God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you, you the one putting me in the den, and now you're telling me that my God's going to deliver me. You the one that's putting me in the den, but you telling me that my God is going to, in other words, you, you want me to, you want my God, to, you want to prove me now. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mount, mouth of the, den, of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of, the, of his Lord that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went into his palace and passed the night fasting. Wait a minute. You put me in, now you're fasting? Neither were instruments of music brought before him. 
and his sleep went from him. In, in other words, he had a sleepless night. Folks, note how when you truly stand for God, how the Lord will cause even your enemies to be at peace with you, whether they choose to or not. The same one that put him in the den now can't sleep. Now, huh? Say, say, neighbor. Whoever put you in the den can't sleep. Oh, no, 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 no. God will deal with them. Oh, yes, yes. Daniel 6 and 6, 19. Then the king arose very early in the morning, went in haste unto the den, and when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And, he, and the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lions? This is the enemy asking, did, did your God do it? Say, neighbor, sometimes your enemies are going to ask you because God is delivering you. Did God do it? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. Now, now, when I read that, I said, now, he had to be saved. Because if somebody put me in with some lions, and now you're going to come to me and you know, just, you know, no. He, he, he kept his cool. Say, neighbor, got to learn to keep it cool. Even when you want to slap somebody, cut somebody, kill somebody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tell the Lord, thank you. God is so good all the time. And Daniel said, okay. Then, O king, live forever. Now, my king has set, my king has sent. Come on now. My king, my king, oh my God. Oh, king, live forever. My king has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him innocent was found in me and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. There, then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that they should take Daniel out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. Say, when you believe in God, no hurt, no hurt shall come upon you either. Hallelujah. Folks, when you truly believe God, he will make, your, make you a sign make you a wonder and a miracle that helps draw others to the Lord also. Now, this is what I had to learn. Sometimes I'm going through and coming through so that others can go through and come through too. Amen. Because you're chosen and elected because God knows you qualify. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Believing God will require real faith action steps that many will not understand or agree. But if God be for you, who can be against you? And in 2019, the year of reaching for those things that are before us, 
Our God is calling you sons and daughters to stand for him by walking by faith and not by sight, by trusting and not and obeying rather than fearing, doubting, and unbelieving. Why? Because we can do what? All things through Christ who strengthens us. Eagle Summit, it's our time to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So we each go from glory to glory. Say, I'm going from glory to glory. Then say, glory is goodness and goodness. I'm going from strength, come on, to strength in Jesus' name. Standing out for God as I reach for those things that are before. Now let's pray. Say, Lord, here we are. Anoint us more and more so we daily are able to stand out for you. Thank you for choosing us and blessing us to do so. All the glory, all the honor we give back to you. All the joy, all the victory we receive from you. Holy Spirit, help us to stand out for God more and more in 2019, our year of reaching for those things that are before us. In Jesus' name, I'm standing out for God. I'm a sign, I'm a wonder, and a miracle. Everywhere I go, supernatural things happen. Hallelujah. My presence makes a difference. My absence is missed. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Say, neighbor, I got some good news. You are of great value. And your presence makes a difference. And when you're absent, oh God, it's noticed. Oh God, hallelujah. For those of you that have been viewing today, we want you to know that God loves you. And we're reaching out to you to know that if you confess him with your mouth and believe on him in your heart, you can be saved. And when you become saved, you become a new creature. And you become a new creature, then your presence makes a difference. And your absence is noticed, meaning you are of great value. So we speak blessing over you. And we encourage you to seek the Lord and stay in his relationship. And as you do, he'll work all things together for your good. You are of great value. And we speak the blessing of you. 2019, get ready, get ready, get ready for God to bless you beyond what you can ask and think and even dream. In Jesus' name. Until we meet again, be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah.